Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. That wasn't necessary, Drew. Oh, it's not Canty and Carlin today, baby. It's Carter and Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> Couple of knuckleheads talking about NBA basketball. Why listen to us knuckleheads talk NBA when we can bring in one of the knuckleheads from the Knucklehead podcast, and we say that in an endearing way, of course, because it's Quentin Richardson, 13-year NBA veteran, now hosts a very popular, successful, and awesome podcast. Check it out with Darius Miles. Q. Rich, thanks for joining the show, man, and I'm sure your head is spinning with the play-in and playoffs and all that. <laughs> we want to start with a guy who has not played since January. We got a lot of stuff to break down with the play-in and the guys who are actually playing, but MJ and I were just talking about Zion Williamson, and, and whether we're getting close to the point where it's time for the Pelicans to start thinking about moving on. What's your take on this Zion situation? Because the last thing he said is he's cleared, but he doesn't feel like Zion. What do you think? Um, first, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Um, uh, as far as the Zion situation, it's tough for me to really have an opinion when I'm not, you know, privy to information. Like, usually if I'm on a team or something, I can have a better opinion. But to not know everything that's going on because they've been really secretive with all of this, whatever the situations have been, and we're it, it's not a lot of clarity there. So for me to make a call, it's kind of difficult. I just feel that – when it comes to, like, is it time to get rid of him, that's hard for me to say because everybody knows the sample size and everything that we've seen from him, even this year, early in the year when he was available and with the team, they were the two or three seeds. So, for me, it's hard to sit and say, and that's New Orleans. It's not like they getting a player of his caliber every other year or something like that. It's a tough get for them. So, for me to say they need to get rid of him, I would pause on that until I have more information as far as, like, what actually has gone on and why is he playing if he, wants, if he says he's healthy and whatnot, or is it because of his health, his body, or his uh, fitness, or whatever it may be. So I, I think, you know, he's too great of a talent just to say we got to get rid of at this point. Let me say this. For those of you out there listening, if you want something entertaining – the Knuckleheads podcast on the Players' Tribune is entertaining. Quentin Richardson makes me laugh, but he also makes me think that's a good combination. <laughs> and so I got to ask you what you think about my fellow Kentucky guy. You know, Quentin, I root for Kentucky guys because that's my thing. If you played at Kentucky, you're my guy. But Carl Towns okay. last night was kind of hard for me to defend in the fourth quarter. Lakers are switching everything. He's got Austin Reeves on him. He's got Dennis Schroeder on him and he's shooting fadeaway jumpers and not going to the rim. It kind of comes on the heels of the games last year when it was big time and he just didn't show up. Tell me that Carl, in his eighth year, is going to be what I need him to be at the end of games in these big moments. Um, I, th- I think you I think uh, you got to take it into consideration in that, in that fourth quarter when it, that was going on. Those guys are ready to take a dive on him. Like, I don't want to just go and say he wasn't trying to, like, I I feel like, yeah, he could have got down and and tried to be closer and, you know, finish close to the basket. But those guys knew he had five fouls. 
and they I felt like they were ready to take a dive on him at any moment. I think he was being really cautious the way he played, and I, I think that definitely played a little bit into it. But I'm all for that. I would love for him to be finishing closer and at the basket as well. See, he made me feel better, Drew. I okay. Thank you, Quentin. And, and, and I feel better as a Minnesota fan. But, Q, I'm, I'm also frustrated with Carl Anthony Towns because this is not the first time we've seen him in foul trouble in a crucial game. A- am I crazy mm-hmm. to think that a lot of those fouls were his fault, whether or not they were taking dives on him? Like, what's he doing picking up the fifth foul trying to box out Anthony Davis, giving him the reverse clothesline? Were, were you as frustrated as I was watching that? I was. I was absolutely exactly what you just said. I felt at that moment you can't get that foul, and that's something that he – I'm sure he knows that he has to be better in those situations, especially, you know, with them not having Rudy and not having Nas Reed as well. He's that much more important, and he has to be really mindful about, you know, the the, the reaching and the grabbing and the different things he's doing and be real because he's valuable out there. When he's out of the game, it's a totally different team. So he needs to be – make himself as available as possible. Talking to Quentin Richardson. uh, All right, so I'm going to ask you the question I asked PJ just a minute ago. I assume in the West the Suns are the favorite at least to me. So let's take them out of the equation, Quentin. And I'm asking you what's more likely – Does the one, two, or three seeds make the finals? That's the Nuggets, Grizzlies, and Kings. Or the five, six, and seven, Clippers, Warriors, Lakers. You can either have Nuggets, Kings, Grizzlies, or you get Clippers, Lakers, Warriors. Quentin, I'm making you bet which uh, which group would you rather have to play in the NBA Finals? I, I will have to go with the Clippers, Lakers, and Warriors. Me too. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm tending. I, I tend to go with veterans and guys who've been there, and until they've shown that they are on the, you know, I mean, obviously a lot of those guys on those things are on the back nine of their career, but until they've shown that they've conceded, you know, their dominance and you know handed that over, I'm, I'm not going to take it from them yet. So I will have to roll with those guys. I got a lot of respect for all of those one, two, and three guys that are up and coming but I don't know if they're ready to run with it yet. All right, so the Lakers have the seven seed thanks to last night. Watching them yesterday, how legit are their chances, you think, to make a deep run here? Um, I think they have I – mean, I, I mean, anytime, I think anytime you have a healthy LeBron James and a healthy Anthony Davis, you have to feel confident that you could play with and beat anybody in the NBA. And I think that's what they feel. And, um, you know, they, they, they have a pretty, pretty – I don't want to say easy, but, I mean, I think they have a, you know, a preferred route to the, to the, to the, fi- to the uh, Western Conference Finals if they had a picking. But, uh, you know, they're playing a young, young Memphis team that's, that's missing some big pieces in their lineup. So, I mean, that's an that's a, that's a opportunity for them. And that's, that's all they, they need is to get a rhythm and to get going. And then anything can happen for a team like that. I always say, you know, LeBron is the type of player that if you give him an opportunity and you get him there – that he's good enough that he could he could he could take him and pull him over the threshold. All right, last thing for you, Quentin. I'm gonna I, I agree with Charles Barkley. He basically said last night, look, the first round of the East is kind of eh, whatever. The Bucks, the Celtics, and the 76ers are gonna win. Knicks and Cavs might be a good series, but let's go right. to what I think will be in the second round, which is the Celtics and the 76ers. I I think that's gonna be an awesome matchup. I think it is the matchup of the playoffs, at least for the first two rounds. When those two teams meet, which they will, who do you like? 
Um, I like I like Boston in that series, man. I feel like uh, they they kind of had the, the the Sixers numbers. I mean, I know the last game, you know, uh, big fella MB went crazy, had fifty plus. But uh, you know, Jalen Brown wasn't playing. But I felt like you know when it when it come down to it, you know they they show up and they 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 present uh, uh, uh they present really well defensively. So that's my thing that I why I like them and I feel like they got two great. Two great guys that can go get you thirty at any time, and then their complimentary their complimentary players have shown the, the ability to go and step up and be outstanding at different moments. So I feel like they got all the bases covered, man. They got a big man that protects the rim that can, you know, you know, get putbacks and offensive rebounds as a live threat. They got point guards. They got defense. They got they got everything they need. So I mean, Dan Tatum is a, is a young breakout star this year. So I feel like they got finishes and everything they need. All right, for everyone listening right now, hang out with us on ESPN Radio for a while. When you are done listening to ESPN Radio, though, your first stop should be Knuckleheads Podcast on the Players' Tribune. Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles, great Quint, stuff. Q, thanks, Quint, you man. Quentin, you should have come to Kentucky, Quentin. We wanted you. Why didn't <laughs> you, you say that to come everybody. here? Y'all, y'all were in our final five. I, just, I, I know, and I was sitting there. I was just getting started back then, and I was like, Quentin, come to Kentucky, and you didn't, and I'm still sad. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out though you know y'all did pretty well without him so it's all good that's all right. right quinn richardson thanks so much man enjoy the basketball tonight all right everybody thanks all right that's q rich coming up we'll get to one of the more surprising games from last night after matt tells you about indeed a lot of folks don't know this but there's an old saying april showers well they bring may flowers and if april is showering your company with open positions Well, then check out Indeed. Their powerful hiring platform makes it simple to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. I want to attract, interview, and hire candidates in one place, so I go to Indeed. Just sponsor a post and get matched instantly with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your job description. That's nice. Then invite them to apply and get connected. It's no more jumping from site to site to software to cell phone. Schedule, conduct, and do virtual interviews all on the Indeed dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash credit. It's Indeed. It's Indeedly good. Long rebound, though, Johnny Collins. What a rebound by John. Now they go in the corner, DeJounte for a three. He's got it. DeJounte Murray knocks down a three, and Miami wants a timeout. What a big basket by DeJounte Murray. That's how it sounded on 92-9 the game last night as the Hawks go into Miami and knock off the Heat 116-105. Atlanta is your seven seed, and they now have the beautiful opportunity to be completely written off by guys like Matt Jones, who just just put the the Celtics in the second round. Just just put them in the second round to preview their series against Philly. Next round. I think we can lose. right off Brooklyn. Fine. Atlanta? I'm, I'm writing them off. Look, I, you know, remember what I said a minute ago about Tom Brady that I didn't like him because for a long time because I was jealous of his hair? Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite of Trey Young. I like him because his hair is so terrible. His hair is so awful <laughs> that I want to pull for him. I'm like, this poor guy has hair that just isn't fair for a human being of his of his success level, so I pull for him. But it doesn't matter how much I pull for him 
because they have no chance against the Celtics. And I was surprised they won last night. I also was surprised that the Heat really never were able to make it a game. They cut it to five at one point. But the Hawks made the big plays. I like Trey Young in the playoffs because I like his swagger. But, Drew, you know they have no chance. They might get one game. Maybe. I think the Celtics win in five. This is Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. Go to your smart speaker and ask kindly. Play ESPN Radio. You want to call on the show, 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. I think you're right that the Hawks probably don't have a chance. I, I just – I go the opposite way. I actually don't like Trey Young in the playoffs. I, I Why know not? that he's been I know great. He went to the finals. Eastern went, Conference Finals. He went to the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago, but let's be honest, Matt. You have to win two series to get there. Yeah. And if you look at the series they won, that was when Ben Simmons completely imploded for the 76ers. But that's impressive. I mean, Ben it, it Simmons. It opened up for him. It's now easy to look at Ben Simmons and say, oh, he's terrible. But Ben Simmons that year was all NBA, and the Hawks broke him. I mean, they broke him. People forget. That was the Hawks doing. Ben Simmons was not the Ben Simmons we mock until <laughs> Trey Young and his hair plugs came out and took him down. I don't know. I, I actually have an immense amount of respect for Trey Young because of that series. I wonder if Trey Young is listening right now. Call the show, 888-729-3776. Do you appreciate Matt having an immense amount of respect for you or – are you more upset that he keeps calling out your hair? Which, one of the greatest tweets of all time, this was back when Twitter was really good, was when someone said Trey Young looks like a, a lollipop that was dropped under the bed. <laughs> and well, it look, I, I that's, I, that's unfair. That's unfair. You were the one that said that. Uh, you, should, totally you should be much nicer. I, yes. I love Trey Young because Trey Young is much watched, must watch television. And the thing yes. for people who, if you're like me, and I, I admit, Atlanta Hawks games are collectively one of the three franchises in sports I've watched the least. I mean, when – tell me a time in the last 25 years before Trey Young you thought, hmm, let's see what the Hawks are doing tonight. The Dude, they were the is, one seed. They were the one seed a couple and, times. And not one person wanted to watch them during those years. They had they just swept, ran. I think. I mean, since Dominique Wilkins, there's really been no reason to ever want to watch the Hawks. But I want to see Trey Young. I like Trey Young because I don't think he cares, Drew, if you or I like him. And yes. that, to me, is a trait. So many people in the NBA are needy, right? Like even great players like Kevin Durant, they need you to like them. Trey Young doesn't care if you like them. He doesn't care if you boo him. He doesn't even care if he has a hairbrush because it doesn't matter to him. He's out there to hit daggers, and I think that's fun. He's not going to beat the Celtics, but he is going to do something during this series that will be very exciting. He'll talk trash. He'll have a moment with maybe our guest in the next hour, Marcus Smart, and I think that will be something I want to see. Right. So we're excited to watch that. I think a lot of people were excited to potentially watch a Heat Celtics series, which would have been a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals from last year, which was an awesome series. Heat were favored to win this game, playing at home. They ultimately lose. They were trailing by 24 at one point before they Miami heated their way back in the game. Ultimately, they fall short because their offense is anemic. Here's what Stephen A. Smith had to say on first take. We see guys that's getting their numbers. 
But are you galvanizing the troops to make sure that collectively y'all are maximizing your potential? And that's because, fair. And that's what's lacking. Yep. You don't see any leadership from the players on the Miami Heat. You don't see it from the key players I'm talking about. You just do not see that. You see a bunch of guys wearing the same uniform and they go out there and let me make sure I do my job so I can't be blamed and I can get my check and I can live my life. But in terms of really, really doing whatever it takes to bring cats together so you can actually win that window of opportunity. It seemed like the game seven loss so deflated them that they came into this season with just a job to do as opposed to having a passion to return to where they once were. You know I would give any amount good. of money, Drew, to be able to speak. Like, like everything he says is like he's preaching. Have you noticed that? Like, yeah, but it's in like a he's way telling that, us a secret. It's a, like, if you don't mind, play like the first five seconds of this again, because I want to be like saying amen in the background. Do the first five seconds. We see guys that's getting their numbers. But are you galvanizing the troops to make sure that collectively y'all are maximizing your potential? I mean, look at that. That's so epic. Like, 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 I don't even know what he said, but Drew, I want to like preach. Amen, Brother Smith. It is Smith chapter one, verse one. <laughs> the the whisper preach. He's going to pull you in. He's going to tell you, hey, here's a little secret. Are you galvanizing guy? And then he'll give you the big crescendo. But look. The, the Heat have not been who we thought they were this season. I mean, we, we came into this season thinking Miami was up there in that top echelon of the East with Boston, with Philly, with Milwaukee. Not the case. They're one of the worst offensive teams in the NBA, and we saw that again last night. They end up at 105, but they were helpless offensively at different times of that game. And your boy Trey Young just went in there and took it from them. He did. He did. It was – I, I – had thought, especially even going back to last year, that Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero, two former cats there, they've shown in the past an ability to really step up and play to a higher level in big games. That just didn't happen last night. Trey Young ripped their hearts out. I think they'll win their next game and be the eighth seed, and they'll probably give Milwaukee a game or two uh, of difficulty. But I, I was surprised. I thought the Heat were a definite winner last night. Their performance really stunk it up. Now they got to take on either the Bulls or the Raptors. That one tips off on ESPN Radio at 6.30 Eastern later on tonight. This is Canty and Carlin, and it's presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. All right, so we're two weeks away from the NFL draft. Matt Jones is going to sell you on one quarterback in this draft class. And if <laughs> you have any idea <laughs> where Matt Jones is right now, where his heart lies, what color his blood is, you probably have some idea. But I promise the pitch is really good. He's starting to convince me, and we haven't even talked about it yet. This is Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time 
or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, there's going to be a party on whatever avenue Matt Jones lives on if Will Levis is the second pick of the NFL draft, which it sounds like my partner and co-host today might be saying is what the Houston Texans should do. This is Canty and Carlin. I'm Drew Carter. That's Matt Jones. Matt Jones is a big Kentucky guy. You don't know, now you know. And you've got some thoughts about Will Levis in the NFL draft, which we're going to get to. But first, let's hear from Bill Barnwell, ESPN senior NFL writer. He was on Fitz and Harry. He said this about what the Texans might do at number two, and it might surprise you. Take a listen. They're in position to compete. I'm not going to lie. They, they're the team this entire time. I felt like, why aren't they making a move for Lamar Jackson? Because if they make a move for Lamar Jackson, suddenly that is a really good football team as opposed to one that is kind of hopeful. So optimistic. But I'm just, I keep sitting here saying, Man, this would be the perfect fit if they're going to make anyone's going to make a bid for Lamar Jackson. It should be the Atlanta Falcons. So the Atlanta Falcons should go after Lamar Jackson. What should the Houston Texans do? What should the Houston Texans do, Matt? At number two. Well, look. <laughs> here's my thing. There are really four quarterbacks to choose from. At least that's you know Hendon Hooker. I think is really good. But he is is hurt, and so I think you're, he's probably not going to go in the top four. So you're going to take Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, or Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Can you and I at least agree on one thing before we go to the rest of it? It's Anthony weird to Richardson eat should be by itself. <laughs> okay, no, we're not agreeing <laughs> on that. Anthony Richardson should be fourth of the four. Do you agree with that? He's accomplished the least, and he wasn't even good in college. And I challenge anyone listening. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Name me a quarterback that has ever been really good in the NFL who wasn't good in college. Name me one, ever. Josh Allen. But Josh Allen was good. He was inconsistent, but he was good. Anthony Richardson has had one good game, one, one good game in his entire career, and it was against Utah. Utah. I I don't think that's fair. I, I do. Give fair. me another one he had. Give me another good Tennessee, game. Tennessee, he, he was great against Tennessee. Tennessee, he first of all, he was fine. Tennessee Didn't he throw up, for over 400 yards against he, Tennessee? Tennessee gave up 50 points to everyone. Go look at Will Levis's game against Tennessee if you want. I mean, the idea that Anthony Richardson, he and Will Levis played against each other in the swamp. Will throws for 275. Anthony throws for 63 yards. <laughs> The idea that these guys are in the same conversation is ridiculous. So I'm eliminating him. I know he's very athletic. I know he's got a huge arm. I don't care. Really, you're trying to say, do you want Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, who I think, by the way, will both be very good, but whose ceiling may not be high, or do you want to take a risk with the dude that has the best arm 
in the last few years. I'm betting on Will Levis. I would take Bryce Young first because I don't think he fails. But with the second pick, if I was the Texans, I would take Will Levis. They won't. I think the Colts will take him at four, but I would take Will Levis at two. Why Will Levis over C.J. Stroud, though? Because if we're talking about production, C.J. Stroud was the most productive for the last and, and, two years. And who did C.J. Stroud throw to versus who Will Levis threw to? Okay. You're try- Here's the thing. Will Levis was very successful playing. I love Kentucky. I love Kentucky. But do you think he had the talent Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud had? No. He had – last year, he had – every wide receiver was a true freshman, Drew. A true freshman. Mel Kuyper said their offensive line was the second worst offensive line in all of Power Five. So, of course, this production is not going to be as good as the guy at Ohio State that has four first-round draft picks he's throwing to at wide receiver. I don't know how you can expect it to. Here's what I know. If Will Levis was on Alabama or Ohio State, they'd have been just as good. But would Kentucky have been as good with Bryce Young as they were with Will Levis? I think the answer is probably no. I think you can make an argument that they would have been. Let's go out to the phone line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. He's Matt Jones. I'm Drew Carter. Let's go out to Indiana, where Anthony has an answer to the question that we posed earlier. What you got, Anthony? First of all, Anthony, where in Indiana are you? Where are you in Indiana? I'm in Indianapolis. Okay, uh, Indianapolis, nice people there, most boring city in the United States. Anthony, what? Am I right? What? Come on, Come on man. Anthony, we didn't even I'm let Anthony talk. I'm being real. Anthony, Anthony, Indianapolis is the Applebee's of cities, right? Like, it's fine. You go, and it's like, it's yeah, not bad. Come on. You haven't had the real Indianapolis experience. Well, what should I? Okay, so tell me what the real Indianapolis experience is besides O'Charlie's. If you come down here in the month of May, or come down here to the NFL Combine, go downtown. We don't have the biggest skyline, I grant that. But you just, you just got to come. You come to see me and I give you the Indianapolis experience. <laughs> well, I feel like, Anthony, I do feel like you would be fun. I don't know if Indianapolis would be fun, but I do feel like you would be fun. What quarterback, though, stuck oh, yeah, in we'll college? Yeah, we go back. we we'll go throw some cold ones back and hang I'm out. I'm with it. <laughs> Anthony's a fun dude. All right, so which quarterback was bad in college, good in the pros? How about one, Tom Brady? But he wasn't bad That's in college, good. Drew. He wasn't bad. He just didn't play. They just didn't play much. He wasn't bad. Okay, he, buddy. If, evidently, if he didn't play, he wasn't good enough to play, so they make him bad. <laughs> you can't get around well, that that's logic. That's not terrible logic. You know what, Anthony? Here's the thing. When I saw you were from the most boring city in America and you were going to argue with me, my initial inclination was to not be friends with you. But you entertained me, and next time I come to Indianapolis, you and I can go watch those cars go around in circles, all right? I remember we could watch the cars and throw back beers at different bars. It's all on you. There you go, Anthony. All right. Indiana. Yeah, Anthony, DM me on Twitter. I will send you Matt's personal phone number, <laughs> and you guys can have some fun in Indianapolis. Let's go to Jason in Orlando, who's got some thoughts on Anthony Richardson. Hi, Jason. Before you go, uh, Matt, anything you want to get off your chest about Orlando? Do you, do you want to hate on Jason City before he gets Boy, his take off? Well, no, no, I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying, like, a lot of children, a lot of Disney, you know, people in costumes. It's not my favorite place, but, okay. I, but Jason, I'm sure, is a good dude. Well, personally, Matt, um, I'm originally from Dallas, so I'm retired military. City. I took a job here in Orlando. 
I don't choose to be here. I just got a job here. <laughs> See? So anyway, I appreciate that, Jason. I, so, but I will say, Matt, that I couldn't agree with you more than I, I so appreciate what you said about Anthony Richardson. He's a one and done. He does not deserve to be in the top ten. He doesn't deserve to be in the conversation. I'm a diehard Florida Gator fan. He did absolutely nothing for Florida. So I, I appreciate what you said, and I wish all the other sports commentators, sports broadcast folks would get on your bandwagon and get Anthony Richardson out of the conversation. I'm not trying, I appreciate day, it, Jason. Not I'm, not, today. I'm not trying to crush the kid. I think he seems like a good kid. He does have all the potential in the world. Drew, if I had a third-round pick – I'd take Anthony Richardson without question. But I I watch Florida play every game. There is not one time I watched them play and thought, this dude is an NFL quarterback. Not once. And I don't understand where that came from when the season ended. And that was coming from a Gator fan and Jason, who sounded pretty frustrated with the Anthony Richardson experience. Let's go back to Florida. Let's check in with Randy, who's also got some thoughts on Anthony Richardson. What you got, Randy? Good afternoon, guys. 1999 University of Florida alumni, so I'm a real Gator. I don't know about that guy. Um, <laughs> I've been. I, I saw the championship with Spurrier, the two with Meyer. I mean, I'm a Danny Werfel guy. He didn't do much. Our quarterbacks don't do anything in the league. Rex Grossman, That's Shane true. Matthews, Kerwin Bell. Um, who else can I? Doug Johnson. All those. We don't do anything in the league. It's not a position that we do anything in the league, and I don't think this guy's going to do anything else. Right, that's all I got. I'll listen. Take care. He's right. right about that. I don't think I'd ever notice. Think about that. But they really well, haven't produced a lot of quarterbacks. But we say but, this about every school, though, don't we? I mean, we said no. this about Alabama. We, no, we said this Alabama about Ohio has, State. No, because they have Tua now, and they have, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they've had guys. But they do Mac not. Mac Jones? Like, <laughs> were you going Jaylen, Mac Jones? Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts, I give yeah. him credit for him. I mean, he was good, too. But but I didn't ever really thought about that about Florida. I mean, Tebow, Matthews, Werfel, Jesse yeah. Palmer, like they really haven't. This has nothing to do with those guys, though. He just – I want you to find me a guy who where you have a big sample size of playing, they were never good, and then they were good in the NFL. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I don't know why people think it will happen here. But, Matt, clearly you didn't see him throw it off the roof at Pro That's Day. nice. That's nice. But, <laughs> but, I mean, so he did that because Will Levis did it, and right. they have, like, a competition. I'm not certain Will Levis is going to be good, but I think he will. But I have very strong confidence Anthony Richardson will not. Well, two guys called in from Florida. They're both Gator fans, and they both agreed with you. So maybe that says something about the former Florida quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Up next, we'll get to a team off to a monster start. We're talking historic stuff. In Major League Baseball, what team is that and what are they doing? That's next. This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Yeah, it's so funny we come back with this song here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio because I'm convinced that there have never been two more plain names co-hosting an ESPN radio show than we've got today. That's Matt Jones. I'm Drew Carter. And you just forgot that right away because they're the two least memorable names of all. You Google Matt Jones, very successful renaissance man in the state of Kentucky. Matt Jones, you got like six oh, people like, in front of you. It's not I'm fair. Like eighth. You got the uh, former Arkansas quarterback. There was a Florida running back. There was a Duke basketball player. There's a professional golfer. There's the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah, Badger. There's like a senator in Colorado. There are Matt Jones everywhere. I'm just one meager version of the best name in humanity. Well, you are my favorite, Matt Jones, Well, my thank friend. you very much. And, and speaking of common names, we've got a Joey calling in. Joey's in South Carolina. Got some thoughts on Will Levis. Hello, Joey. How are you? Hey, first of all, Joey, we're in South Carolina. I like <laughs> to know we, where people are. What town? There we go. <laughs> Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston's oh, beautiful. a beautiful city. Gorgeous. Let me just tell you before, because he's about to make a really bad point. So before he does, <laughs> let me just say, you are, you live in an amazing city that I think if people, if you're out there listening to America and you've never been to Charleston, you ought to make a trip there. It's wonderful. Now go ahead and make your bad point about Will Levis. Will Levis is the most overrated player in this coming <laughs> NFL draft. See, I told you, I can there's sense a reason it. Why the guy, I can sense it, Drew. I can, it's like, I can feel it. I can oh, feel oh, it. Okay, hang on. Just, you just, okay, hang on. Mute, oh. Joey. I'm going to let Joey finish. But I want to tell you this about South Carolina fans. South Carolina fans think that they, are, they matter in football. Kentucky has beaten South Carolina eight of the last nine years. Yet to listen to them, they think they're Alabama, and they I think they are Georgia. I didn't say I was a South Carolina fan. Oh, what are you a fan of? I could have been a Clemson fan. What do you mean could have? What are you a fan of? I, I'm a South Carolina game. That's what fan. I said. That's so, what see, I, I knew. The the South Carolina the fans are there. haters. They're haters. They're Gamecock the haters. The point is, Will Levis is overrated. There's a reason why he went to Kentucky, because he couldn't beat out the guy at Penn State. And guess what? And, and guess what? He was Mel better Kiper than the guy says. at Penn State. I don't care what Mel Kuyper says about his bad offensive line, his lack of weapons. Look, the guy, even Todd McShay, they said at his pro date, the guy, if you look at the tape, he misses layups when he, when he has them open. He's just, a, he's just another Mitchell Trubisky. And he's just another Zach Wilson. Again, I appreciate the call. Here's the thing about South Carolina. This is this is the kind of hate (laughs) I expect from South Carolina. Did you hear what he said? He said I could have been a Clemson fan. He wishes he was a Clemson (laughs) fan because Clemson's good. That's what he wishes. And I'm no Dabo guy, but he wishes he was a Clemson fan because they are haters. Here's the thing. Will Levis did – he did not uh, beat out the guy at Penn State. Clifford, I think. Was Sean that. Clifford. But you yeah. know He's who else – He's been there for a million years. Are you going you know Joe Burrow? You, you going Joe Burrow here? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Didn't he leave Alabama because he couldn't beat out Tua? You can still go somewhere else and have success. Will Levis' offensive coordinator ended up being the Rams' offensive coordinator. I'm betting on Will Levis. Okay. Well, look. 
Joey in South Carolina, we value your opinion. I mean, he values <laughs> your opinion, Joey. Been, I don't value your been, opinion. Could have been a Clemson fan. We want you to call on the show, 888-729-3776. No matter where you're calling in from, Matt Jones has thoughts. I can't promise that they'll be positive or negative. Based on recent history, probably they're well, going to be negative. I, I said something positive about his city. Charleston is beautiful. I would go to Charleston any day of the week, Drew. It's a wonderful place. Right. Okay. And, and we've got one more call. we got time for one more. Let's go to Virginia, where Jackson has some thoughts on Will Levis. First of all, Jackson, where in Virginia are you calling in from? Uh, Northern Virginia. Yeah, but what's what town? The NBA. Get, okay, give me the town. Fairfax. Fairfax. You ever been to Fairfax, uh, Drew? It's like a D.C. suburb. It's nice. It's fine. So this guy might have a good opinion. Go ahead, Jackson. Uh, I watch a lot of football like you gentlemen, okay? Um, Honestly, my thoughts on Will Levis has been this since as of two years ago. I think he can be a great NFL quarterback. There's no way in hell I'm taking him in the top ten, top five. Absolutely not. I don't care what rank he is, whether it's third quarterback rank or fifth, whatever. You cannot take him in the top 10, really a top 15. Can I ask you a question, Jackson? Can can I ask you a question, Jackson? Before Will Levis, and let's say a couple years earlier when when Kentucky had Josh Allen, the defensive player, et cetera, when's the last time Kentucky was good at football? Never is the answer. Never, never. So the fact that Kentucky has been a relevant football program is because of dudes like Will Levis. Kentucky has been terrible, and he built a program out of nothing, and these other quarterbacks, Jackson, didn't have to do that. Okay, cool. Will Levis is a great football player as far as an NFL quarterback. There are glaring weaknesses there. We all see it. None of us are blind at watching this man games. Okay. He again. I think it will work with the right system. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. All right. Well, Drew, let's, let's, okay. we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Jackson in Virginia and Matt Jones in Kentucky has managed to turn this into an episode of KSR. Let's get this back <laughs> on the rails. Let's get Canty and Carlin back to talking about NBA playoffs. You didn't enjoy Let's me talking to these guys. To the They're awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the Lakers. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Lakers. Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.